the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I know two girls named Stacy and Angela. One stands on stage for laughs, one she takes photographs. Every week they talk for an hour and a half on the Stacy Prussman Hour. On their show, they chat about the latest news or whatever else they choose, relationships or even choose. Listen to them, what the hell you gotta lose other than about an hour with the Stacy Prussman Hour. Yeah, that's Stacy Prussman Hour. Listen to the Stacy Prussman Hour. Hello, everybody. It is a beautiful afternoon this Monday evening. You'll probably be hearing this on Tuesday, but we're just uh, chilling out here in uh, old Brooklyn, New York. It's uh, been a long two Halloween weekends for me. I'll get into that more when I put my co-host on the phone, but... uh. Just uh, wanted to plug, uh, I'll be at Women of a Certain Age this Wednesday at the Crane Theater at 7 o'clock. It will be a very, very fun show. Dirty show, Carol Montgomery, Leah Janine, Christy Miller, me. It's going to be off the chain. Uh, I'll be at Greenwich Village if this is airing tomorrow night. I'll be hosting. And a bunch of other shows. Appalachia, I will be there the 15th, I'll be in Ithaca on the 16th. So any upstate people, come on down. I'm touring with Vanessa Hollingshead, fucking fabulous comic. Evan Weiss, funny motherfucker. And me, and we will be touring a little bit that weekend. And I have some other dates coming up. Uh, as they come, I will let you know. But I will be, I haven't been out of town very often. I, I used to go every weekend, pretty much. And I've been doing more Manhattan, staying local, but I'll be doing, trying to get out of town a couple of times a month. Maybe I'll be in a city near you. So let me know if you want me to come to your city and do my jokes and shit. Anyway, without further ado, let me bring Miss Angela on. What's up, girl? Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm okay. What's, you, sound, you sound sick. What's going on? Uh, I'm not sick. Just okay. uh, been, a, been a rough couple days. Why? Um, I don't know if I, did I tell you that I, you know, my, you know, my, (laughs) nobody died this time, but they could have. Um, so, you know, my niece that lives with me, I have the nieces that live with me and And the one just turned 17 and I helped her get a vehicle. So basically I got her a 2014 Chevy Malibu. Um, you know, it's a used car, but we got it on payments. The car's in my name. The insurance is in my name. I had to put like $2,500 down to, for her to get the car. And then she's making payments. She's already, her birthday was last month. She turned 17. How much so, are payments on the car? Uh, like two something. For this car, it's like two something. But we got like an extended warranty and all this kind of crap on it. Okay. Um. So anyway, she, she... She made the first car payment. She made the first insurance payment. And then um, yesterday totaled it. Oh, no. Yeah, she's had it for n- not even two months yet. Wow. That's- yeah. So what happens? Do they give you a new one or what happens? No, no. So basically the car will be paid off. Um, mm-hmm. The insurance pays the car off. Luckily, I had um, this this other kind of insurance through the the car place that I got from, it's called Gap Insurance, which my brother convinced me to get. And I'm thank God I listened to him because usually when it's a used car on payments, your insurance will pay you what they think the car is worth. The car's never worth 
what you owe on it. So then you end up owing a bunch of money on it. Like when I was uh, 19, I got into a car accident with a used car that I had, you know, was making payments on. They paid a certain amount of it and I owed six thousand more dollars even though the car was totaled and i couldn't even drive it so anyway luckily they'll pay for all of that um the only thing i gotta pay is the deductible which is five hundred dollars but i'm out the twenty five hundred dollars that i put down on the car i'm going to be out another five hundred dollars for the deductible and my insurance is going to go up because she was on my insurance Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm, like, annoyed. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's going to be like, oh, thank God she, but at least she's safe. And Yes, obviously, I'm glad she's alive. And it was a bad accident, really. She was speeding really badly. She went around a bend that she wasn't used to, um, like, on a road that she wasn't used to. The bend was sharper than she expected. She couldn't handle it. She went off the road. There was no, like, there was no side of the road it went from like road right into like the dirt in the woods so she went off hit the dirt lost control went through the woods many 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 feet through the woods until like her tire hit hit the side of a tree and it flipped the car on the side oh my god yeah luckily she's like she didn't get hurt obviously i'm glad she didn't get hurt and obviously it's just a car but it's still annoying Wow, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. Ho- ho- glad she's okay. I mean, that's the most important part. Yeah. Because if she, did, if she wasn't okay, that would be really, really messed up. Yeah, obviously it would be. And we'd be seeing flies on the windscreen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No flies on the windscreen. I don't have any stories about dead people this week, so. Oh, no thank God. Well, on- I saw some fake dead people. I have a cr- So Friday, um, me and the new guy, you know, the guy I've been seeing, um Clark we went Kent. Clark Kent, we'll call him. Yeah. Um we went to uh like this scream park. Not scream, like a like it's like probably what you did. Like they have like six haunted houses. Yeah. Like it's rid- they're all of them are ridiculously overpriced, by the way. It's like fifty dollars admission. Yeah, they're they're expensive. <laughs> you go to Disney World if you have a family. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Yeah, so but if we you go to Disney. Yeah, but you're not allowed to go to Disney World if you're an adult and you don't have a family. Right, that's true. So have to so. steal a kid. Anyway, so we go to this thing. It's like it's you know it's at night. We go very late, of course. We go. We're, we're, he, he and I are very late night people. So like, <laughs> so like we're probably the oldest ones there. You know. <laughs> I mean, everyone's like probably in their twenties and whatever. They were just it was just it was like adults. So he and I went, and um, there's like f- you know five or six houses. So we go through like every single one. Like they're all like this, you know, what you expect, like scary and like uh, like chainsaw, fake chainsaw and all that crap and weird, like you know, things that touch you and scary monsters or whatever. So. You know, you know, we're having a great time, scary. There's one that's like fun house. You just see like your like ref- like reflection. You can't find where you are. Oh my that's, god, that's gotta be scary as fuck when you I know it's that. like Did you have you a heart scare, attack? basically scaring yourself. You're your own monster. I'm like, oh me, I'm there. There's my ass, there's my t-. you know, it's like Ugh. so that was funny. So we had it like we were laughing and so th- then like we're literally so we like we we like you know, he paid for the whole, like, to go to all the different houses. So we were going to do all the houses, you know what I'm saying? And, and and the policy is they don't close until you, you know, if you go in before the park ends and you buy the admission, you get to go, you go to all the houses that you pay for or whatever. Yeah. So 
like one house was closed, but they said because it was like there was flooding. So they said you can go to any other one twice, which is, you know, whatever. So I said, okay, we'll go to the, the best one twice. So, you know, we're literally, we like, we're the last people to do the scam. They had to like literally tell the monsters to stay there, the actor monsters. <laughs> to like okay. we have they're coming through again it was like kind of funny you know like with the last people you know in the in the in the haunted house park so then like we finish whatever and he's like feeling for his 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 yeah. jacket and his keys aren't there. oh come on <laughs> i swear to god <laughs> I'm like, so then my, you know, it's like, it's like, like so what you're tr- saying is you two make a great retarded couple. Right. Exactly. All right. Good. Keep going. Anyway, that's not nice, but yeah. So, so the thing is like, <laughs> so then like my, you know, then like, 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 I don't know, like he A doesn't have his car keys. It's probably his house key. Everything's on that fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's all there, you know? So, um, you know, it's like, I don't know what the solution is. So then, like, I start, like, we both get really, really ex- nervous. Like, so I'm like, it could be anywhere. Because, like, there's a haunted forest. There's six haunted, five haunted houses. Like, they're all, like, crevices. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it could be anywhere. Literally anywhere uh, in that whole park. Especially if it's outside, we're fucked. If it's outside in that haunted forest, we'll never find it. So then he's like... um, so literally no one's like we kind of luckily they didn't lock the gates so like we're the only ones in this like weird park i'm like this is like a horror movie ready to happen like could you imagine like we do this haunted house thing and then like we're the last people in the park and then they, they trap us and then they like torture us all night like that's all i kept thinking like we're like this is like perfect like beginning of a haunted scary movie yeah i always think that the haunted like the haunted attractions is the best place to commit a murder because nobody would it would take a while for him to realize it was fake Right, you can't tell what's fake, what's not. It's really and people then the, and so anyway, so yeah, exactly. It's the best setup, and plus then we're the last ones there, and so e- it's also eerie. I mean, even though it's like a happy place because it's like a, it's like a, like they have like mini golf, but like it looks like it's it was dark and it was really kind of cold, and the beaches across. It's, it's definitely this eerie feeling, and it was empty. So we were sitting at a bench at one point to take a break because we can't go. You can't just go one to another. It's like you have to like calm down. Because you literally, your adrenaline goes like crazy, even though you're not scared, but there's like the excitement of, or you're laughing. It's like between laughing and being fake scared. I don't know. There's a little bit of that like adrenaline rush. So we had been sitting on a bench to take a break because we're elderly and we needed to break in between the haunted house. And yeah. there's a lot of like up the hills and it's like, it's like, I don't mind the walking, but it's like your heart rate goes up really high. Yeah, you've so um, and pee, you've got to take an allergy pill. Exactly. It's a lot of diabetes medicine. No, we didn't have that. It just, we just had to just take a break. So anyway, we're sitting down and at one point he's like, did something drop? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like this is when we we're sitting down. Like I didn't know, like I didn't feel anything, but I didn't, who knows? So then we go back, he goes to that bench and the keys are there. Thank God. <laughs> I was okay. like, so here's even more proof that you two make a perfect couple because you're sitting somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And you hear something fall and he looks to you for guidance and says, Does, did something drop? And you say, I don't know. And neither <laughs> of you say, let's look and see. <laughs> 
Like, well, I didn't okay. see anything. I looked down, I didn't see anything, but it doesn't mean anything because I can't see anything and it's dark. So, you both have elderly eyeballs as well. So, no, it's like it was pitch black. Like, everything was very dark. Like, it was the lighting wasn't very good. And, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I would have held my his keys in my like pocketbook thing. Yeah, they would have been so much safer with you. Well, at least I have a zipper. Like, I don't know why his zipper was open. Anyway, not that zipper. I know why his zipper was open. <laughs> but, so. <laughs> So both of us have like a, like an anxiety thing right there, and then and like that was like it was like so many highs and lows with the with the haunted house, and then, and then we just had a drink and I felt better. But yeah, it was really it was one of those it was one of the it was funny though it was we were cracking up how it was just so funny because like the ghosts are like there's one lady that they're actors so when we went we went to the last house we went through the second time so the ghost guy whatever the scary actor monster guy's like oh you're all back again like i said yeah i said i'm scouting talent because oh they're God. actors i'm an agent scouting talent for my next oh my film God. death at the screen park that'd be a oh. funny parody actually so that was that that was funny so then sunday the crazy day so uh brian mccarthy has this like little dinner party and invites me brian lives up to i've gone to his house before i'm very you know i'm friendly with mccarthy's um you know kept you know kevin's ex-co-host and and seemingly our enemy now um so you know we went to his house and his house for dinner and like the actually aaron berg was there with his wife and garrett was there with his girlfriend and some bruce was there and some other people that were there that um, I don't know. And, and, and I think, no, I think I knew everyone, like friends of the family, like kids and stuff. So, so guest of honor is Gary Busey. Really nice. Oh, his, um, and the guest on Busey. You're with, um, with uh, his yeah. wife, Stephanie, who's actually really cool. So we, so we. Oh, here we go. I did it again. It's not cutting out on my end. All right. Paul, yes, because mm -hmm. you're, I don't Born know if it's cutting like out just on my end or if it cut out on both ends. So real quick. Because All right, so the guest the wife of honor is... was Gary Busey is what you said? Okay, so Brian made friends with the wife, why? who's a comedian, why? I guess. Why? And um, why? She, she's very nice. She's like around my age. Out of He's like seven. They're very nice. But, um, and the kids are kind of similar ages. His, his son is like similar age to Brian's kid. Anyway, Brian's kids. And um, it was very. It was so he had been invited. I guess they, Brian invited had this like dinner party. He has these dinner parties every couple of weeks. So okay, but okay, but I need to understand this, right? So Brian has a dinner party now. People have dinner par dinner parties all the time, and you invite the people that you invite. So how do you become the guest of honor? Not the guest of honor. Party? It was. It was not the guest of honor. It was just like. No, 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 no I'm, I'm being most facetious. famous person there is what you meant. I meant facetious. It was facetious because it was like a kind of a funny thing that Gary Busey's coming to the dinner party. Not that I was, I'm just saying I meant, I was meaning it like sarcastically or facetiously. I mean, like we had like a crown for him. No, he just came and it was interesting. He stared at his teeth the entire time. No. Um, well, you should, like, Aaron Berg and was there too. And he was, <laughs> he was very, no, I was talking to him. He was, he was, you know, I have some, you know, he was he, like very intensely at one point. Um, like how naked or no, like how? Uh, we, no, his wife was, and I were talking, you know, we just had this like intense conversation about he saw the light and how he died and all this stuff. Like he died 
in a motorcycle when he died in the motorcycle accident and how he like came back and and but he saw this beautiful these balls of light that was the most loving thing he ever felt and then it came back and see i think i've seen him talk about that yeah he talks about that a lot yeah so but he talks in like butheism but yes, you know, know he's like he'll take like a word like bible before blah, 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 whatever i don't know remember like he'll say different yeah. things and uh each letter represents a different right word. and he's very bible that's what he's th- before i bit before you leave earth or something like that he that was like how he described the bible something before individuals whatever i don't remember the exact whatever so he was doing that a lot you know you should have said when he said Bible, you should have went the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. I stand on something, the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E Bible. Well, yeah, he didn't say, he doesn't sing the words. He, he, so he has this, and he's very intense. He's sort of like, he kind of reminds me like Rick Shapiro a little bit, how Rick talks, like a little bit like, and you have to like kind of, it's like all these different paths, you know, these different like sort of like, branches of thought that just could have go to one to left to right and you have to kind of follow it so it it, it was interesting i mean i had a really nice conversation with him and he's very like he's very hard worker you know he's like it was just really cool you know it was was a cool experience um yeah yeah and uh his wife and i are going to get together this week Oh, you're going to become best friends with the Buseys. No, I do. She's just really nice. And she's a comedian. She's like my age. And she's just really nice. Well, we'll hang out with them because I want to meet Gary Busey. Okay. Um, like, maybe he'll do I'm the gonna press start, I'm going to start pulling a Brian McCarthy on you. What do you mean? What's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> no, Brian's very social. Brian knows a lot of people. Like, me and Brian have a lot of friends. Buse. The weird thing about Brian is that Brian and I probably should have met years ago because we had the same friends you were both in porn i was never in porn but we had the same mm-hmm. friends like he knew my friend steve and like we have a lot of friends in common that we didn't realize until now because i didn't meet brian until i did kevin's show so it's just weird because i probably should have we had the same we went to the same places and stuff over the years yeah. uh so that was really cool that was really fun um yeah that sounds like a lot of fun for real i'm not for once i'm actually no that was fun see. and it was nice to have a you know conversation he's like you know i really like that you're hanging you know then gary had said like i hope you hang out with my wife and all that so that was nice and and uh like it's good to make friends because i think she had really nice energy like i read energy so i liked her energy and also garrett's wife is great too garrett from you know the compound his wife's awesome yeah he's married I didn't no he's not married his girlfriend i meant they've been together for long she was super cool I really loved her. She was such a sweetheart. Um, and, you know, this other writer guy have done a sh- I think his name is Mike. I mean, my brain is like, he's really, really good. There's like, there was a lot of cool people at this, like, get together. And the Berg was there and I got to hang out with little Pip Piper. She's so cute. And um, so it was like a fun little get together. And Brian, his wife, and the, I know his kids. So it's, it's, it's nice. I mean, it was, it was really fun. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool. And then I had a well, show uh, last night. Oh, I'm sorry. No, and then oh, I, had okay. show, I had a show last night. I had a two-hour show at, at, uh, at Greenwich. And then I woke up and went to therapy. And now I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. And then well, tonight I'm- is I'm doing Chrissy Mayer's show at the Wet Spot at the Compound Media. So you can probably listen. If you don't, if you don't see it live, you'll see it on Compound Media. Um, you see it live. And besides um, that, uh, my stomach is a mess. I don't know what to do about my stomach. 
Yeah, you were shitting all day while I was well, I'm not shitting all day. Like, I just, I, I've been going to the bathroom more than I should. And my stomach feels off. It's felt off yeah. since I, last weekend when I went to the party. But it was actually not that great before that either. So, it just, I don't know if I'm getting like, an, I have an irritation or something. So, I don't know. I I have an irritation. You do? Yeah, it's called Stacy. Oh, that's hysterical. That- you know, so listen, speaking of irritating, mm-hmm. um, our friend Gino got kicked off Twitter for I don't know what. He said this the F time. word. Again. Um, I, I don't anyway, know. I don't he, know why he got kicked off. I never asked him. He got kicked off Twitter and he's sober right now and he's been doing Instagram live, like constantly doing Instagram lives. And like it just so happens every time he's doing them that I'm like just near my phone or I see it pop up. So I like go on and I start like just commenting. Is it just shit. him and his cat or it's like it's just him smoking ugly cigars like two inches. So like, does it shrimp. feel like he's struggling with not drinking? Like does it look like that? Nah, he seems fine actually. He seems fine. He um he seems fine, but he also seems very excited to be able to drink, which is gonna be um a mess. Which is gonna be on the fourteenth of November. Like he's counting down the days. So that kind of sucks because I think I actually, he needs I like, told Aaron, I think he needs I mean, I'm not one to be like his so, so I think he, the fact he wants to drink so much. I mean, he's not like saying, Oh, I can't drink, I can't drink. I, I mean, I can't wait to drink, I can't wait to drink, but he's keeps saying that he will have a drink when he goes to Texas and on like no the November fourteenth. A drink? <laughs> no, he's going to drink. He's going to get drunk. Right, but I'm saying but, the fact that he had to stop and he and it seems like a thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like if I if you told me don't drink, it wouldn't be like a thing. I would just not drink. Yeah. Like I wouldn't really miss it. Like I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god." I'd be like, "Okay, I'm not drinking." Yeah. So, um, well, anyway, I've been messing with him on the Facebook the Instagram lives, but basically all I do is just insult him. Like everything he says, I just say insulting comments back. It was nice because one person was like, "The funniest part of this live is Angela's comments." Well, were you so you just being mean? <laughs> just being mean whenever I could, like whatever, I, whatever I could do. Like I told him, he looks disgusting smoking the cigars. That his cat probably wants to kill herself. Um, Does he answer you back? Yes, sometimes he does. But um, uh, 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 what was I gonna say? So, oh, so I offered to um take some photos of him, uh, some new like headshots of him because I really think he needs them because the headshots that he's using are um so old, and that's such false advertisement because I would <laughs> you know be he's so using mad. that on dating sites if he's on them. Yes, and I would be so <laughs> mad. I would be so mad if like I thought that I was going to see this young hot comedian and then Gino showed up. I'd be like, oh, hell no. Right. So I'm like, I think you should have like new headshots. And well, stuff. no one's saying Gino so, for his looks. They're seeing him for his comedy thing. They are. Uh, I don't know. I never, you know, thought that people look at pictures. But um, so I wanted to. Uh, so I told him I was like, yeah, maybe I'll come to come to town next Monday. And uh, because I've never been to Central Park all these years, and I know it's no that not that big of a deal, but I kind of just want to see it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It falls nice. I was like, I was like, we could go walk around, and I'll take some pictures of you, so you have new, like, recent photos and uh, stuff like that. And I actually like have enjoyed chatting with him because he's been sober and decent. But um, 
but I know that'll all end on November 14th when he starts drinking again and banging crazy people and stuff. But he said one thing on his Instagram live and I liked it right. and it made me happy and it made me, it gave me a glimmer of like my old friend that I love. Tell me. Um, and it's going to just be dumb, but someone brought up Artie and was like, hey, have you talked to Artie or hey, you're going to do Artie share or whatever, right? Because mm -hmm. I guess Artie's about to do it. And I don't know exactly what the person said to him, but he was like, nah, I haven't talked to Artie. He goes, and I have to say, he really looks good. He really looks like he's sober. I think he's clean right now. And that makes me happy. And as mad as I was at him for everything that went down, I'm really happy to see how well he's doing and da da da. That's the nicest, coolest thing I've heard him yeah, and say. Yeah, you get very angry about Marty. Yeah, he does. Yes, and that made me happy because I'm like, good. He's sober. He's not acting like a dick right now. And it made me happy to just hear him not be an asshole towards a man who, yes, had issues, but also treated him very well. Well, I, I'm I'm going to have to disagree to disagree on that one. You've never disagreed. You've never disagreed with that comment until today. No, no. He didn't always treat him well, 100%. I literally just said he had problems, but he did treat him well. In the, I didn't say he always treated him well. When you're in the midst of your drug addiction, you're not treating right. anyone well. Yeah, well. no, I agree. But he treated Gino well at times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Towards the end, you know, I, I, there was a lot of like, so, you know what it is? Like it was passive aggressive abuse. To everybody that was on that show and I'm not you know and I realize you know it wasn't mean necessarily directly but like like when I think one of the things that set Gino off is when they insulted the when I did that show with Mike and it was my show the don't fuck with me tour that was mine I've been doing it before I met Mike and I took Mike on Mike helped a lot God bless Mike Buschetti and I include Gino and starring John at one of the shows and a bunch of people and uh, that group so um we did the improv that girl i'm not gonna say her name because i'm like they said they wanted like a story so they made the show look bad now you know i'm very sensitive about like when it comes to my stand-up it's how i make living it's how i make money for the most part um and and if someone like you know some other comic which is like a no-no that's not even like a good comic if like some headliner wants to insult me that's like amazing and like i look you know i all right but they wouldn't do that because they don't need to do that. But some nobody that I put on two shows in LA, two shows, not one, um, that didn't do well. She probably was the worst one on the show, like hands down, be more than anybody. Goes on and insults my friends, me. I get that. That is very, very. That's like my bottom line stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, mine too. And 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 just to prove to you that as as bitchy as of a person as I can be, mm -hmm. this was years ago mm -hmm. when this happened. Yes. And who immediately went on Twitter and got into a very big argument with Artie on you and Gino's behalf? I think you did. You? I, I'm assuming you did. I did. And, and we didn't even know thing. each other that well back then. We were new. It was a big thing. I, w I argued with him. He insulted me. Then Dan got involved in because Artie invited me onto the podcast, which he was inviting anybody because he was on drugs. But anyway, and then Dan like made up a lie saying that I was stealing the podcast so that I couldn't. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't want to say made up a lie, but I think Dan didn't want people in the house because Artie wasn't well. 
So he told Artie basically that I was stealing the podcast. And then Artie was tweeting it out there that I was stealing. The and podcast. I know you don't do that. And you and always pay for everything. You're the first person. I always pay. Yeah. Yeah. And I could have watched it for free because or listened to it for free because my friends were on it. Like, right. But I, I didn't. Yeah. I chose to pay for it because I if you give me something that I enjoy, I'm going to pay what it's worth because that's what I think people should do in this life. Just like if I'm taking your photos and I'm your friend, right? Like I'm not gonna ask you to pay me, but hey, if you want to buy me dinner or at least Yeah show me that you value what I'm doing for you and I'm gonna show you that I value what I what I'm doing, what you're doing for me. I'm gonna always try to pay for your shows and stuff like that. Like I'm not gonna do that. But anyway, that's besides the point. So yeah, I so anyway, so this you girl, guys. you know, and it would, but it was also like, he was, you know, already, he, she didn't, it wasn't her idea. And it was like, he had Dave Jessica. I don't, you know, it was like a whole thing they planned out because he was mad at Mike Vachetti. Meanwhile, it was my tour that Mike just like helped me with a lot. And God bless Mike. And it was just like, I was doing that tour before Mike even, and I hung out and I would just take him on the road too. So it's like, it's like, I don't think people realize, like, I've been taking my show, my, my career pretty seriously. You know, I'm not like a huge comic at all or as big as anybody, but I work really hard and I, you know, like, and I try to get good gigs and whatever. And, you know, and Mike and I were friends for many years and Mike was a great guy to work with and Evan. And so when he did that, when that happened on the show, it was very like upsetting for me because we worked really hard on getting audience and we did have a nice audience and the show was really fun. The club wrote me a really nice letter. And then this woman comes in and calls up like, meanwhile, she was the worst one. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying her name. It doesn't matter, but I don't want her name said on my show, but she literally, oh, so she literally was like the worst one on the show. She, she was the host and she was the worst one on top of it. So I wouldn't even want to diss someone's comedy, but like I, I put her on because I could have had it. Like I could have had one of my really good friends that that's like a like a very good comic do my show that's to host it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to have her to host it. I could have just, I could have had Gino host it. I could have had, and he was on the show, but I'm saying I could have had Gino host it. I could have had, you know, even Adam Hunter. Like I have different friends out there that might have been available. So why she was, it was just because I was doing a favor for Mike because Mike thought she was her friend. And it, Adam Hunter, as in the guy from MTV. Yeah, Adam Hunter. I don't think he's on MTV, is he? I don't know. I just there's a bunch no, of, I'm just saying there's a lot of comics out there that I know. I don't that from New York that moved out there. I I'm just thinking Adam Hunter on the top of my head because I know he's out there and he, he if he was in town he might do it. You know, his paid gig. So I'm just saying it's it's like I'm just thinking of all the comics that I know that I could have asked. <laughs> you know, that live out there that are really good and even names. So it was like I I just feel like. In that way, I, you know, it was like, so, and Mike was doing this girl a favor, actually, um, because, she, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I, I think he she had, to, you know, she, it was like, meanwhile, she, it didn't, so then this is the funny part about that girl. So then a couple of months later, or a year later, or whatever, I'm doing a show, it's it's in at Broadway, and Chrissy Miller, I'm like, and that girl is on the show. And I took a picture of her. I said, Gino, look who's on the show. He was like, oh, my God. That bit, like, it was so weird. She was on the show. She bombed so bad. Like, look, comics bomb. I, we've all bombed. But, she, but and I, and I, you know what? I wasn't going to go on and say, look who. I just said, to, I just privately texted Gino. I'm like, look who bombed. <laughs> really bad. It was like, it was it was kind of, you know, and I said, to, and then she was saying bad things to me, to my friends. And my friend was the manager of the club. 
Wait. Uh, so she went to Broadway. She was at Broadway. The New York show. This is like. So she was at Broadway and she started talking junk about you. Yeah, to my friend. What was she saying? I don't know. I don't know. She said, "Ugh, that girl's on the show," and she says, "Yeah, that girl's my friend." (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, she gets on stage and like dies the worst death I've ever seen. Well, karma. No, I know, but I'm saying don't like. I didn't say shit to her. Mm-hmm. you know i mean i don't play i don't even like i don't deal with people that way like i don't i don't deal with people that way i that's like so the opposite of who i am like i don't deal with comics like i want everyone to do well like that's you know I me mean. i want everyone to do well and everyone to have a good set and i want to have a good set like i'm not a person like that like like when we do queens like we're all rooting for each other like that's what i like when we do queens of the compound we're all rooting for each other and like that's mm-hmm. kind of what i want like that's i don't want like all that nu- so she was like all nuts but like then all at the same time she like played into this like this stupid like radio bullshit thing and like it's stupid like i wouldn't have i would you know what you know what happened years ago and this is the difference i was asked to call on stern to talk about robin leach okay and I was young at the time when they asked me to do this. And I wasn't even like half as what I'm doing now. And like, I said, no, I told the, the, Benji, I didn't want to do it just because it was, I mean, and it was stupid. It wasn't even, you know, I didn't, cause I didn't need to bring up, I didn't need to be like the person to be like, and he said this and he did. And he, like when he was on the show, I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't. I'm Robin Lee. Cause you know, he had gone on that bad date and Robin had asked me all these gross things and whatever. And, bad dinner and I want to call it a date but I like I don't you know if I choose to talk about something for whatever reason I'll talk about it but I don't like to play into that stuff for some reason it it, it kind of unless I feel it's like really funny and really gonna make things better like I don't really want to play into that kind of drama it, was, it just was like I didn't really want to I don't know I didn't want to be known as a girl who like he tried to like you know tell me if we're together that my pussy should be really wet Meanwhile, it's been wet for 25 years, you know, but like, you know, (laughs) I just feel like it's been like that kind of stuff. Like, I don't like playing games like that. You know, I'll I'll play tricks. I'll do pranks, but I don't want to, you know, I'm not, and I'm not as tight ass either with that shit. Like, I'll just do whatever I want, but I just don't want to be that. If I feel it's like going to be weird or going to affect me badly, I don't want to put bad energy out like that. It's really how I, and I've always operated like that. And so when that girl sort of like played into all that stuff, I was like, really? You're not the one to be playing into it. You know, like, yeah, you better be a I fucking, you better be a killer. Really? And also you better be a fucking killer comic and like unstoppable. And she wasn't. And like, that was the thing that's also crazy. You better be like, you better like be above and beyond. Look, like I, I'm like, I'm always, cause I know how hard this business is and everything's so word of mouthy. So I just, when someone does that, it's kind of like a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Specifically when you want to, when you, when you work to book gigs all the time and you try to fill houses and you, it's not easy and, and ask any comic, good, bad, indifferent. They, they, that's how they feel, you know? And it's like, it's hard to be, build a career. You know, I see, and I, you know, I see all my friends and they're working really hard and like, I would never want to hurt. Like it doesn't make, or my, or just like my coworkers, people I don't really know that well. And I respect them. So it's like, there's something you've got to, you've got to move on from this story soon. I am. Holy fuck. A moly. Well, I I didn't go it out. Well, you went one hour for well, your fucking funeral. So shut the fuck up. Uh, 
No, I didn't. No, that was it's actually no. The reason why I went to no. talking about Cher. Oh, I almost said her name. It's talking about a, a a bitch. No, my point was being that that, but that was a big. That was like a very big episode. On the point is that it's an important topic because that was a very big episode on on Artie Lang's show. It was like one of the top rated episodes. They still have it yes, on. an amazing little and it really affected. And it really affected all of us. That's what, that was like. That was if people want to know the straw that kind of like stopped us from going on, uh, or, or broke the camel's back. Right. Well, well, the camel didn't break. Yeah, because people always thought why we, you know, also there was Mario Bosco a and all that stopped us from coming on. Right. Whatever you want to call it. But that was the um. Because then Mario, there was like a whole different crew after that. That's what I'm saying. There was a break yes. in the in the relationship, and I think yes. that's what I'm trying to explain. That that was it. And I know it I affected us. Really I wanted mean. to hit. No, I'm talking about it. Okay, Angela, let me talk about it. Okay. And I wanted to get it oh out there God, for so all of us. I don't care if it's boring. If you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. Some people might want to know. If they I'm don't want to know, they don't have to, to know. I'm saying this is my point is that it this, this was a very big issue and more than people realize. And that's what I'm saying. I'm being, I'm, this is like the, the end of a, of an era that I'm trying to just sort of close it. And I just wanted to explain it to it. And I thought it was important for me to get that out there because people wonder why, why, this, you know, they don't, you know, I, I, you know, I read threads, believe me, I, people have their own theories and this is the, th- this is the, this is the bottom line of what happened. And, and that's why there's such anger. There was such anger on Gino's part and my part and, and Mike even. So, I mean, things are healed and things are healing because time does heal all wounds and people get better and they grow and they change. But I'm saying that was what it was. And I just wanted, I never really talked about it in full like this. So I'm talking about it. And that's, and that's the end of the story. So you can talk about whatever you want now. And it wasn't that long. Because right. You've talked about hours uh, of, of your, your ex-boyfriend's funeral. So uh, I think you're lying. First off, you're exaggerating to try to make me look bad. I'm not making you That was bad. a very long time. And this is also not the first time that we've yeah, discussed but not in, this. Not in full. I have not discussed. I know I haven't because I've held it back. Okay. Well, it was just very long. That's all, all right. right. So it was long. So we're a 40 minute, 40 minute story. All right. Uh, anyway, but, so I don't um, need to be on time to on how long thing. I talk about it. If I want to talk about it, I want oh, to talk about it. My life. Okay, well, you, I, was I don't to ever. I don't also stop you when you. I don't say that to you when you talk long on, on about stuff. You don't think you interrupt me? You don't think you interrupt me and say stuff? Yes, I, you do. no. When you were talking about your You're funeral for an hour, I didn't interrupt you. So I, okay. I know I didn't. So first off, I don't talk about anything for an hour. Or whatever for a long, a, a moderately long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't stop you from talking about it ever. You interrupt twenty four seven. That's what you do, and that's fine. I don't interrupt. I but don't get. I wasn't interrupting. Oh my god! Look back, listen to some of our podcasts, or ask some. I'm not asking listeners about what they think. I'm telling you, I don't. We interrupt. You interrupt me just as much as I interrupt you. So it's not about interrupting. It's not about we're not interrupting. I'm telling you a story, but I don't need to be told that the story is too long when I'm in the middle of talking about a story. That's not. That's not. I'm not timing my story. Right. But you weren't even on the story. Like, yeah, you but you asked, you, you brought something up and I wanted and around to, another story. That's what, how podcasts go. Again. And I wanted to make sure okay. that I got, I wanted to explain the whole backstory of why the, the anger and all that stuff. And it, and I never really talked about it because I didn't really want to bring it on the air, but any air and any show I've ever done. So 
this is the first time I actually did tell the story of the whole thing. Okay. All right. And I kind of hit it from, we kind of all hit it for, for a long time. But. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, because you probably heard it before. No. So, all right. So you didn't. So that's what I'm saying. You, no one really knew the whole story. That was sarcasm. Yes, I heard it. I was I in mean, the middle probably, of it with you. You probably heard the story before, but I don't think publicly people heard the story before, like in terms of the whole, where the backstory of it, because they had preconceived notions of it that were not true at all. That my oh, tour, that okay. was, it was my tour that I was doing it for three years before I even started hanging out. Mike, that I worked really hard on that tour and I was doing it at different places. So there's like a lot of things I people had said to me that they don't know. And I did, I wanted to clear that up. I don't know if those people even listen or they even know, know anything about the don't fuck with me tour history. <laughs> so anyway, well, you should go into it a little more. The history, the history of, of the don't. Well, when I got divorced, I decided to do the don't fuck with me tour. Not that my husband was fucking with me. I just wanted to do the new tour, and I and I launched it in two thousand and thirteen. And I did I were I did a lot of different clubs, whatever, doing it, and it was mostly me and usually usually Evan, but sometimes other people. And then I brought Mike on, and there's even uh, it's taping of me. And then I did a taping. It wasn't don't fuck with me, but it was called I. Uh, release me and I did a taping at a big theater with Mike and Gino. So no one knows that, which is very interesting. Boring. All right, Angela. This story. All right, all right, you know what? I'll hang up the phone then. I mean, if you, I, I'm fucking with you. I thought this was don't fuck with me. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I'm saying just telling the, the, the background of my tour. Um, I know I just told you to, and I made a okay. joke. Because I thought I thought we were joke I thought we joked we on did. this podcast I have diary, yeah. and we tried to make things funny, but apparently that's not today. That's every other day, but not this time. This time we're very serious, very serious, and long winded because somebody still has shit stuck in her ass. Apparently. I just wanted to explain the story to you because you had gone why you were talking about Artie and Gino and his live, and I was saying, well, this is the real backstory for it. I wanted to be just kind of real about it. It was real long. <laughs> All right, Angela, then tell me about your workout. I mean, uh, you're 90, you're 900 minutes of cardio. No, I didn't do it yet. Well, no, I did some this morning, but I got to do more later because I'm fat. I'm not fat. I saw your picture. You're not fat. Uh, I lose two, I lose four pounds, gain two back. That's same thing. I do the same thing. I had to, I just shitted it out and then it comes back if I eat. Yeah, well, it's annoying when you're in a weight loss competition. You can't keep gaining it back. It's annoying. Who cares? Anyway, there's more important things to talk about. Like, for instance, you remember that spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's? I don't eat chicken. That came yeah, out that came out, and everybody was making a big deal about it and everything. And then it was out, and then it sold out, like, in no yeah. time. Mm-hmm. What? Finally back again. Did you eat it yet? I didn't have one, but... They had it out for like a, a like a week, and then they were like, "We're sold out for four months." How hard is it to make a chicken patty? I don't know. Like, I don't understand why it took a month to come up with it. But anyway, it's back for anybody that wants to get that spike spicy chicken sandwich from well, Popeyes. Sponsor, so why are you trying it? it? Please try it and let me know because I'm hungry and I want to eat it, but I'm not you allowed. You, so I want somebody to tell me. How you're good very it is. food driven, like. Yeah, that's why you're fat. When you have no, a fat, it's when mental. you're fat, you're food no, driven. No, you can be food driven and not be fat. 
I'm it's emotionally driven. It's a food. It's emotionally driven. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I'm hungry. What do you want me to do? Not talk about food? I like food. Gino likes alcohol, which is why he talks about whiskey and smoking ugly cigars 24-7. You like your wet puss. That's why you talk about that 24-7. I like food. That's why I talk about it. That's my addiction. You know what I ate? Oh, you know what me and my new guy ate? IHOP. And we had breakfast at IHOP. Oh, my God. Did you have pancakes? It was so good. It was like... This is like some of the best pancakes I've had in a long time. Damn. I want a pancake so bad. It was so we had mm. yeah, we had a nice breakfast. Smothered in butter with like the syrup. He he likes mm-hmm. he he likes really good food, which is good. Mm. Oh, speaking of uh fast food, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Uh the CEO of uh McDonald's got fucked. He had a consensual relationship with an employee, and so he left the company over it. How do you feel about consensual relationships with consensual or consensual? Both, because it was consensual, so I'm assuming it was sensual, and it was enough for him to quit his job over it. So they're still in love. I don't know. I feel like they are. He quit his job over the relationship. That's all the thing he said. But anyway, it wrong. said it was consensual. So it wasn't like they had like, so basically they, they were two people that met at work and they liked each other. And now. I mean, was she, I wonder if she was the, like the fry dropper or the panty dropper. I'm not sure, but I wonder what she did there. I wonder if she was like the chick that put the cheese on the sandwich and then like, you know, sent it down the assembly line or like, was she higher up in the company? Um, these are things I need. I don't know. I guess she probably was like a, in you know, in the, like, in the office of McDonald's. Oh, okay. Because I pictured like, you know, hey, hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Like, like I don't think you, you could have been fucking the girl seat. that was in the, in the booth. That'd be funny. Like, you're, I mean, three fries, fries, and you know, she's the girl who like, talks into the machine, three fries, Diet Coke. And he fell in love with that muffled, that muffly voice. She was like, oh, he's like, oh, that when you say supersize. I want to supersize your cock. Oh, listen. So um, a while back, well, let's just keep talking about food since I'm so obsessed with it. A while back, I uh, visited, I was at, I was in New York for some reason, and I saw In Hot Water, and the guest on In Hot Water was this celebrity chef guy named um, Ryan Rondeno or Rondino, Rondino or something. He loves like, um, he's kind of like a Louisiana-inspired kind of like cooking guy and stuff, and he has all these seasonings that, like his own lot line of seasonings and stuff and somehow this poor man got booked as a guest on did, a did they know, show did they know Aaron or Gino? no they didn't know him he didn't know them he had no clue what he was getting into I don't think I think what people anyway, need to watch before they go on, on the show I mean, they were nice to him though. No, they were always nice they just say they need know, to know what they're getting themselves into yeah, and and a black and he's like a cool black guy at that. So I'm sure he was a little bit of a whoa when he got there. But um anyway, he he's like a celebrity chef and stuff. Well anyway, um 
he gave Gino like uh one of his seasonings that day, and I stole it from Gino like out of his bag. Why did you steal we it? Elements because I wanted it. So I told Gino I stole it afterwards. I didn't just steal it, but I but I took it and um I used it on uh chicken today for my coworkers. You know, because we meal prep and shit. And both of them hit me up and were like, "Oh my god, whatever you did to this chicken, do it." Is there, but is but there sugar and stuff on enough, it? I don't know. It's don't good know. to know if there's sugar and stuff. That. Probably. But anyway, so um, oddly enough, a few days ago, though, this chef mm-hmm. guy just like lit all up into my DMs. Ooh. Is he? Yes. Yeah, so, do you like um, him? So he just was like, hey, how's it how's it going? Long, It's been a while. Oh, nice. Because I met him. Ask him for some sauce. Show. So I was like, Yeah. He told me he would give me like some recipes and stuff, like healthy recipes. Oh, where is he um, out of? I don't know. I think he lives in like maybe Louisiana oh, or something. What's his name? Ryan Ron, Rondino or Rondeno. Is that on Twitter? R O N R O N D E N O. Let's look him up. Ryan Rondino. We think maybe he'll do the podcast. Ryan. Yeah. R Y A N. Yeah. R O N D E N O. R O N D E N O. Oh, his I website's Rondino Culinary Designs.com. Oh, cool. His he um he's in your DMs. Okay, let's see. He has a lot of sauces. Wow. Jerky rub. You're gonna rub his jerky. Citrus rub. Smoked coffee rub. That sounds good. I can put my tofu in that. <laughs> yeah, that's the what one that I put on the chicken for my coworkers was that was coffee good? rub thing. They loved it. I oh, you just follow me back. Yet. That's nice. Okay. Cause you ain't no follow back girl. Ain't no follow back girl. Um. So at my wedding uh, this Sunday, we were driving in the golf car, golf carts, and we hit some really crazy like bumps. And I was driving my own golf cart, and then my bride and groom were in a golf cart in front of me. Right, we hit some really crazy bumps and everything. Then we get to the location where we're stopping. The bride and the groom are walking back into the venue. I look, my phone's gone. I'm like, oh my god, I lost my phone. Um, like all, and we were all throughout this golf course driving around, right? And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I started having a panicking attack and I'm like, you know, thinking I'm going to, what am I going to do without my phone? What if they find it and they see all the pictures of Gino's dick in there? Like, what am I going to do? Right? So I start having a heart attack, you know, cause I'm a respectable lady around here and I don't want people to see like that guy's lumpy wiener pictures and my phone and stuff. And they'll be like, that's the photographer's phone. So, um, are you still there? Boring. I'm kidding. All right. I know it is boring, but anyway, what else is new? So, uh, so anyway, I say to the groom, oh my God, I lost my phone. Like, and, and so he's like, here, let me take you back on the golf cart and we'll drive and look for it. And that got kind of awkward. Cause I'm like, he just got married and now I'm driving away with him. Like, not that he's trying to do it to me, but I'm like, the wife is probably like, hello, it's our wedding day. Why are you driving off with the photographer? We got things to do. But anyway, but I didn't know my way around the golf course and I was following him in the golf cart. So he knows the exact pathway we take. So anyway, we were driving, 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 looking, 
driving, driving, looking. Finally, I'm like, dude, we're like, we got to go back. Your wife is going to flip out. I got to work. You know what I mean? Like, we can't be looking for my cell phone all day. We get back to the venue, get out. I walk up to the cart. He walks up to the cart and he's like, here's your phone. My phone was sitting right there, like stuck inside mm-hmm. the seat. Oh, God. I felt like such a fucking idiot. I was like, I am so sorry. So then I had to go in. I told the bride, I'm like, I am so sorry that I took your phone. I mean, I took your husband. What? what? You know, and you know, I banged your husband out there in the woods. I'm sorry, but I was stressed about my phone. Anyway, that's my phone story. So your boyfriend lost his keys. I lost my phone, but didn't even lose it. Oh my! See, you're not any better than losing the keys that we had at the haunted house. I know. I know, except for I didn't hear the phone hit the ground. So I wouldn't have been like, did something fall? No, no, no. And then just go about your day. But hey, you're right. We're, we're all we're all equally as stupid. I have to pee really badly. Well, you, you can hold it in for like five more fucking minutes. Or what? I can't. I've been holding it for like well, an please hour. Please don't pee on the, on the thing. My I stomach is so, I can't is get so bad. Oh, Artie's on Anthony's show tonight, by the way. Speaking of Artie, oh, that should go. I never, ever watch Anthony's show, and there's no reason why I don't. I just don't. I don't watch anybody's show, to be honest, anymore. I don't listen to Gino. I don't watch Gino and them. Like, I can't find my freaking headphones. So it's like I haven't even been listening to anything when I go to the gym. It's, like, brutal. It's probably why I keep, like, losing and then gaining weight back because I'm depressed about it. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. What? what? How much? Uh, you, I know. You, you know how I know when you don't. I don't get that. Lose. What? What do you what? mean losing weight and gaining it? You have to lo- you, so you no but no no when I you lost, gain like I three lost. or four pounds, it's all like liquid it's not really it's it's hormones, it's nothing to do with your food. You could be eating great, it could be muscle, you know, it could be like a lot. It's like ten pounds or eight pounds, like that's when you have to worry about it. I lost four and a half pounds in four days and then I gained two of them back. Oh my god. But it's annoying. Because no, I, I, I lost four pounds from pooping and then I gained two back. But that was fine because I felt like shit. And then I was eating again. So it doesn't make a difference. Mm. Right? I mean. Well, I mean, it makes a difference when you're trying to lose weight for a competition, though. That's all I say. Um, yeah. Well, once it's, I mean, is this your last competition? For, maybe you should just like work on healthy life and not. Being the, you know, what I'm saying, like, I think it's too much stress. Well, this is my last competition. I'm not doing it. And also, at this point, stupid. it's like you don't even need. Okay, it's not. Stupid. It's not stupid, but you okay. you lost a lot of weight, and now stupid. it's not about a competition. Now it's just like doing it for yourself. Because at this point, even if you lose a competition because you just can't lose enough weight because you're not that big, and you know, what I'm saying it's not like you're going from really big to another size. Now you're just like kind of like, you know, it's going to be more like less weight loss, slower. You know, does that make sense? And you don't want to fuck with your metabolism. So it's not like. Yeah, I just want to be my goal weight and be done with it, to be honest. Are you close like, to that's it? That's what I wish. Uh, no. I mean, okay, I'm about 20 pounds. Okay, the goal weight that I set out for myself, I'm um like 18 pounds okay. from it. But, but that might take a long time because it's not a huge amount of weight. You'll probably lose another eight pounds. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Eight to ten pounds in the next month if you do it healthy and it'll stay off. And then the net last ten pounds will be a fucking, will have to be like. Well, but my trainer wanted me to lose another 20. Well, he's, 
you know, it's not, you only could do what you could do. And also, you, you know, it's like you're working out, you might be working out too much. Like you might be overdoing the, like 80 minutes of cardio is a lot of cardio. Uh, it's the way it's like double what a workout should be. So you don't, you, you're, if yeah. you're overtraining, you should read about overtraining as well. That's not good. I read. I'm not there okay, yet. But 80 minutes of like, if it's, if it's like light cardio, it's one thing. But if you're doing like really heavy light. cardio, it's what? not intense. Okay. It's not it's, intense. Sometimes, sometimes 40 minutes of it might be more intense. It's like it's you're right. Like it's like more like you're just moving. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just moving and burning calories. Right. But at the same time, sometimes if you do too much, it's like not good either. So, I mean, you know, it's all like a, it's like a, you kind of want to get a, the best workouts actually are just are like hour long, maybe hour 15, very intense and done and then rest. That's yeah. really the best. But, the you know, the, sometimes, the you know, it's always good to work out. I'm just saying, but those are the ones that are most effective. I might be in town next Monday. I don't know. What day um, is that? Lou Capetta was trying to get Gina on is the show. Is that November 11th? So on no, November. I'm, yeah, I'm, at, I'm November going, I'm going down. To, I'm going. I'm doing a show in um, Uncle Vinny. So you might want to, I don't know, at nighttime. Where's that at? Oh, North oh, Jersey, Jersey, right? It is not that south because I went there before. Wherever that is, it I'm is doing it there. to me. It was like two hours from me. Oh, I don't know where. I've never been there ridiculous. before. I went there before, and they and I got food from there, and I got cake, and the and the cake was free. Oh, burnt. well, I'm doing a show for the. But I saw Jim Florentine there, and I love him. Oh, he's really nice. Yeah, I like Jim. I haven't seen him in a long time. He's him and Dom. Well, he was cute last time I saw him, and he made fun of my ex boyfriend, the evil one. So that was fun. oh he oh the one that tried to kill you, whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, let me see what I can do because uh, let me see. I might come and take pictures of Gino that day. I'm not sure, but I really have to pee. I'm gonna pee right, myself. Anyway, so we should, should end, end this show. We're done. I think we're done. We're, yeah, we're like three minutes. We have another minute. So anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening to our show. I thank you all for giving. Thank, to thank you to the patreons. Um, that is we're gonna true. we we have to get stuff up. We do. I do. I'm sorry if I haven't. Um, I'll, I'll record. People have been asking me for sh like bits. I'll, I'm gonna start bringing. Oh, this is kind of important. On Gino's live, he said that if people donated um a thousand dollars, that he and I would wrestle, and he would wrestle. No, we get, are you getting I told him to I our would... patron, his patron? I I think to our oh, Patreon. Nice. Okay, so he's like, yeah, Aaron made fun of my Patreon yesterday. Would... I don't know, like <laughs> he was like. Though he called it pathetic, oh, I, um, I don't. I just he said, "Do you put well, pictures of your feet?" No, I don't put pictures of my feet on the on the Patreon. I mean, if I mean, I'm not sex well, working my feet. I could, but um, but I'm very appreciative of everyone who gives to the Patreon. Um, it's not you know, it's like I never really worked it hard, uh, but I will start promoting that and sort of figuring out uh different things that we could give away or. We do need some merch. We do need, I'm, I'm going to talk to, we need some sort of merch, I, I think, okay. but I don't know what it is. So you, right, let's well, think about that. Like something really, cause I, that's easy and I could sell at shows and whatever. Cause that would be good. Um, all right. And, but anyway, well, so um, tell them what, 
tell them your places you're going to be. I, my, uh, my places, I'm going to be in Greenwich tomorrow night, Tuesday. Wednesday, I'll be at the Crane Theater at 7. I'm doing Carol's show, which they did a second Showtime special of. And then the weekend of the 15th and 16th, I'll be in um, upstate New York at a the, the Waterman's Distillery. Uh, and, the, and the next day, I'll be in Ithaca at this um, this resort. But it's uh, me and Vanessa are co-headlining. Evan's opening for us. It's going to be really fun. Uh, they're two, I mean, Vanessa's an incredible comedian. Have you seen Vanessa Hollings? She's incredible. So she's, yeah. I'm really, I love working with her. And uh, yeah, and then we did that Women of a Certain Age show, which is women. They're like just women over forty, basically. But and mostly, but the ones that they do the special usually they're over fifty. But they just did a second Showtime special. Shout out to Carol Montgomery, and the show is great. They have awesome comics every every uh, time, and I'm really and you know so I'll do that show every once in a while, and, and you know and then you know I'll be I have more dates, but uh, I'll be in. I Greenwich a lot this next couple of days and some other clubs. So, uh, yeah. So that's what's going on, and I'm just trying to book some shows. And uh, all right, well, maybe I'll be with be with you next Monday, the and show then I can record a little bit of your show yeah. or something. Yeah, and then we can put that up on the Patreon or all something. Right. I gotta okay, I'm gonna I'm play this. Don't hang up. I'm gonna play the song, the old song, and then we'll, and I'll just don't shut, shut your computer off anyway. So, all right. Not, but I'm not going to be okay. here because I got to pee. So I will see you later. Love Bye-bye. everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for listening to the Pressman Hour. Angela Riley, thank you. Patreons, we will get something really fun up for you. I swear, I promise. Thank you so much for your generous donations. Thank you for your support, your posters, anything you've donated or helped us with and your song, Gabriel Noel for your songs and um, Sam Dumthor for their old song. And just thank you, everybody. Love you.